0: Last time on Down Abbey, Mary revealed to Bertie that Marigold was Edith's daughter, which ended that engagement real quick. And for Mary, she patched things over with Talbot and got married with him by the end of the episode. Downstairs, Thomas tried to kill himself, but he was saved at the last minute. And Patmore had a house that was going to go into ill repute until the Crawley showed up to save it from falling into ill repute. We'll follow up on all that and more this week. On the series finale of Down Abbey on the Lords of Grant the podcast.
1: We are here. Series finale.
0: Yes. Not the total finale because we're getting the movie in a few weeks. Yep. But this is it.
1: Yeah. And I am, as you saw our Twitter, I was at the grocery store and I saw the Republic of Tea, Downton Abbey Teas, and I forked out the money for a a brand new movie tea blend. So it's the same flavor? No, this is one that we never tried. This is Violet and Mary's tea. So is that going to be... Caffeine-free ginger mint herb tea. Do I have to try this? No, you don't have to. I'm drinking it now.
0: Oh, how is it? It's pretty good. Yeah?
1: All right. It's My cup is still hot, so I'll have a little sip.
0: I'll take your word for it. They're really rolling out the, the branding. We we just heard there was also going to be a, a officially branded Downton Abbey gin and whiskey coming out as well. Uh-oh. Uh, conflict
1: of interest on our against
0: end? against high clear castle yeah i don't know i don't know and, but
1: and high clear has really stepped up their social media game lately
0: yeah they, they had so, their launch event and they're really moving along there
1: we know how great their gin is i wonder how good the downton abbey branded gin is
0: yeah a lot of options out there for people who like to drink two yeah <laughs> uh and, we'll, and wine too yeah and we'll definitely need that after you know the downton abbey series ends you know yeah, we're gonna to console ourselves drink
1: our way drink away our problems <laughs>
0: exactly uh, tickets went on sale for the Down Abbey film. Mm-hmm.
1: Dave, did you buy your tickets
0: yet? I have not bought my tickets. Come yet Come on, dude! These things are selling out.
1: I don't know if I want to go because the to get to the fan event that has the snow globe, I have to drive like forty minutes.
0: Well, you don't need the snow globe. You just need to see it September twelfth. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'll be able to see. There's like four theaters in the area that are that are open on September twelfth.
0: Check the tickets, though, man. Like, I, I mean, New York's different. They're much more aggressive with you know seats and stuff. That thing's going to sell it. They they said this is selling tickets faster than like. Uh, what was it? Then
1: once upon a time in
0: Hollywood. Yes. So Did you think
1: that first screening was shoulder to shoulder people?
0: It could be. I'm just saying, man. I don't want to end up watching this movie and then having to wait a week for you then to have to watch it too.
1: We're gonna have to wait a week to release an episode about it. Well, let's for all our American audience record it
0: while it's fresh in our minds and everything after seeing it. We're gonna see it a second time. I, I yeah, we will. That's a, that's a given. But you gotta be there, man. I'm, yeah, I'll be there. All right. I'm just saying, buy your ticket. I bought <laughs> I'll my s- ticket I'll sit in the front row. Okay. Oh, I don't... Really? (laughs) I would sit in the front row. I'm not a front
1: row guy for movies. Well, Well, if if it's the only seat, I'll sit in the front row. Okay.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I I try to go for the middle. Yeah, middle, middle. Where the sound converges and everything, yeah.
1: Well, nowadays with the stadium theaters and the comfortable seats, like, every every row is good once you're beyond the certain point.
0: Yeah, I think the theater I'm going to, it's the Lincoln Center one in New York, which is one of the oldest theaters there. I have a balcony seat, I think, actually. Oh. Uh, I'll be up there, so... Can't wait September twelfth, which is the day and date for most of the world. America comes out September twentieth officially.
1: England is the thirteenth,
0: right? Or maybe the, well, the twelfth is a Thursday, but yeah, thirteenth is the official day around so, the world. Yeah,
1: there'll be it'll be out on the twelfth. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, that's coming soon. But here we are, Dave. We are we're
1: at the finale.
0: We're at the end of the road here. Uh, never thought we'd get here after after a while. Yeah, and, and it's finally here.
1: It's weird. It was very surreal.
0: I I got a little emotional, which is kind of funny because it's like, well, I know the movie's coming out, but then there's certain characters like, well, I won't see them again, probably in the movie. Are you really emotional about Danker? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was emotional that there wasn't any Willis and there's, I don't know if there's going to be any Willis in the movie.
1: Oh, and there was a lot of, um, a lot of implications involving Pat Moore and not Willis.
0: Was there? Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch all those. Yeah. Well, how do you want to approach this episode, Dave? Because it really is distinctively two parts. And I know... That other podcast, Ring for Tea, they divided the final episode in two episodes. And I can see why. If this finale feels like it's two episodes kind of stitched together because there's a, a mm-hmm. time jump uh, in it uh, from the summertime to uh, New Year's around it, that time. But it's not
1: full episode length of both because it's like 50 minutes before Christmas and then yeah. half an hour, you know, 35 minutes after Christmas. But it
0: definitely feels like a distinctive tale of two oh, halves. absolutely. So I think our way to approach it maybe is talk about all the stuff at the first half, and then everything, because it's all so compressed in the second half around.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of uh, sort of tidying things up. Yeah, as neatly as you can. Yeah, but it's so. Uh, before, I guess we'll get to where I, my thoughts on the time jump mm-hmm. and in time jumps in general in *Downton Abbey*. So. Okay. Uh, let's let's just get into this yeah let's let's go there's i could say what movie news is there but this is the finale this is more important than the movie news
0: there's no real movie news aside from more pictures and more stuff coming out there to promote the movie we're already hyped we're good we're good to go serious finale let's do this you're
1: underwhelmed by our coverage of that well shut
0: up shut up just shut up julian wants you to focus on this right now Mm -hmm. okay uh this episode starts off with talbot looking a little bit forlorn yeah. What could be having him down? He just got married to the most beautiful woman he could possibly marry. He leveled up. He leveled up. Yeah, to someone who has more money than him. What do you have to be sad about, Talbot?
1: I he's, think, uh... He's... He doesn't like driving anymore. Well... He doesn't not, like racing anymore. Yeah. Speed racer is
0: dead. Yeah, he's, uh... He's not, he doesn't feel like he's gonna be much of a man anymore. The, an, an ace. I uh, do
1: like that Mary walks up to him and she's like, you're still upset about this accident where your friend died. (laughs) He's like, "Eh, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not really my friend so much as I'm just kind of, you know.
1: Fred Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, More like my neighbor.
0: So he's left in the pickle because, well, he also knows that Mary doesn't like him racing. So, you know, he doesn't want to risk his life and die and everything. So what does he do? Who is he exactly?
1: We're trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah. Um, So, you know, to kind of bide his time, he... He sets off with Edith, because Edith needs to go to London. Mm-hmm. He, he happily offers to drive her there. Do you think he he uh, obeyed the speed limit dri- driving there?
1: That, uh, is there a speed limit on like rural roads in, in England in Probably like, not. the 20s? Probably not. It's like the Autobahn. He's going that like 85 mile. He's like, yeah. ah, I'm going at my normal speed.
0: Yeah, just whipping around corners. Uh, So Edith, she's still around. She's got nothing going on, because... You know, that marriage is over. But she's that, talking
1: about going with Marigold to London to stay.
0: Yeah, to to have uh, the baby, you know, go to proper school and stuff.
1: And she says that, you know, Downton is Mary's, you know, life's work and mm-hmm. goal. Yeah. And since she's not going to inherit it, why not to sort of do her at the paper?
0: All the more power to her. Yeah. And, there, and there's that nice moment where Isabel's like, well, do you have to warn any of Marigold's family? <laughs> and it's <he's> like, ah. <laughs> Robert's like, I don't think there is any family. <laughs> No, Nope. in the dark, Isabel. Uh, so they go there and, you know, she handles some of her business, I guess, Edith, whatever it is, isn't it with the newspaper or something or does not No, I,
1: isn't that isn't that
0: the business, the newspaper? No. Well, no. Well, she once she gets there, she gets a note that, to go to the Ritz.
1: Yeah, but that's why she went.
0: Because not to get, get Rosamond,
1: which she was invited to dinner by Lady Rosamond,
0: but she didn't know that before she headed up there. She only got that note, and she says, "Oh wow, look at this."
1: Um. So Rosamond, yeah, yeah, that happens, and yeah, we could just why not just keep going through Edith, yeah, because she is the through line of the episode, and it's very logical. Mm-hmm. So Rosamond invites her to dinner. Yeah. Well, all this goes back to a tea session. Mm-hmm. With Mary and Cora and Violet, where Violet says something that sort of triggers Mary into plan mode, where she sits silently. I forget exactly how it comes up. And
0: so much that happened in this episode; I don't even recall that. I was, I was taking a lot of notes. Uh, but it is Mary who sets this up because Edith goes to dinner at the Ritz, expecting to eat with uh, Rosman, but it ain't Rosman who's there.
1: Well, it is Rosman who's there, but then Rosamond is like,
0: "I'm leaving." Yeah. And guess who's behind door number one? Birdie. The bird. The bird man. Uh, He he says, would you believe me if I said I couldn't live without you?
1: He says, I want you back. (laughs) The only thing I'm not ready for is a life without you.
0: I think I love you.
1: (laughs) Oh, come on, girl.
0: Shake it, shake it, babe. So he's down. He's down to propose. And she's like, it's kind of weird because Edith is like, I don't know if I can stick with you after what happened. And It's like, well, I mean, he's like, "Hey, come on now! You kind of did this to me." Yeah, you <laughs> you put this on yourself, Edith. Okay, and she's like, "Ah, I get it." So, you know, they they have a couple drinks. It seems like, and you know, they're they're down. They're they're gonna move this thing forward. Yeah, and then they show uh,
1: they show like Robert and Cora in the bedroom, and Robert is like,
0: "Wow, yeah." He gets What's it? Up? this is the second week in a row where he says "golly" because last week he said "golly gumdrops." This week he says "golly." You know, he's a chipper man. Um, It's kind of funny because this is the big cliffhanger. So just thinking back, if you watch the season finale of the show in real time, it's like, oh, man, what's going to happen with Edith and Birdie? And then they just resolve that within the first 15 minutes of this episode. Like, well, you know what?
1: We got a lot of resolution to get to for a lot of characters. So, you know, in true Edith form, we'll give her the spotlight, but we'll do it logically and there will be no suspense. Well, there's a little suspense. Yeah. And it'll be simple. Easy peasy
0: Yeah So
1: Robert says to Cora's like Oh I have a hospital meeting that day And Robert's like Cora I don't often insist But I insist
0: now She hasn't seen a happy day In <laughs> their past 10 years of her life
1: Yeah the, uh, This is your second child Who's hardly known a day's happiness In the last 10 years And oh, then yeah. Cora's so giddy She's like Alright I don't need the Gettysburg Address <laughs> Cause they're both like Just fired up Yeah yeah like, It's like silly happy you yeah. don't see silly happy. Because well she's that. gonna be
0: a Marquess. Not not that often. That, yeah. that happens. And uh
1: But is is that
0: what she's gonna be? Or he's the Marquess, right? And she's gonna be uh you know, she, it's like the hexagon of whatever. <laughs> yeah.
1: The Mar- Mar- que- Marquess of Hexum.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh so yeah, they gotta they gotta go up there and meet the family. The, um they, yeah, that news traveled really fast to, to Robert, like, oh wow, okay, she's the got
1: the phone exists. Yeah. Yeah, there's not like smoke signals from London mm-hmm. from the Ritz to yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Ah. Uh so yeah, they have to go up there to meet the mother of Birdie because there's no father in the picture. Mm-hmm. And we've been to this place before, haven't we? This is where we went the the end of last season where she met Birdie for the first time.
1: Yeah, this was uh,
0: whatever the
1: because I Ald- was the, the Taub- Whose friend was he? Because
0: oh, oh Atticus, Att- Atticus, yeah Atticus Aldridge, who, who I keep thinking of Lamarcus Aldridge of. NBA player, but no, it's Atticus Aldridge. <laughs> Don't know why. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, th- the difference here is that Aldrich is like related to the family that lives there. Birdie's the guy who's going to be inheriting this. This is mm-hmm. a, a different deal.
1: Yeah, Atticus was like buddies with the f- the former mm-hmm. Marquis of Hexham. Yeah, and now he died. Yeah, and that's why Birdie's there.
0: Yeah. So and 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 Cora and Robert just like, oh, we're going to be related to whoever lives in here. This is crazy. This is huge. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal to be there at Brancaster. What was your impression of the mom, though, Dave, of, of Mother Birdie?
1: She seems like... like It feels like Atticus's parents. Yeah. Uh, again. S- where it's like, we need, we need an obstacle to sort of get these characters over it. Yeah. Where Atticus's dad was like, divorce is the one thing I don't believe in. It's mm-hmm. so like the second they walk in, <laughs> right. the mom is like, Birdie is going to be a leader of the highest moral regard, mm-hmm. and it's like, well,
0: there we, here we go. <laughs> and it's funny they have uh, they yeah, they use a lot of the same rooms and stuff like that from that last episode. I wonder how much it costs to, like rent out this place because they have like a lot of the same scenes in the broadcast. Or like, was that there? Or was that at a? Uh, I could have swore it was
1: that they got didn't Atticus. That was like at the like London House. All that stuff went down. That was because of the
0: no. Nah. Yeah,
1: because Atticus with the divorce was when her mother framed him with the the photographer with no the...
0: no 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 you're thinking of when they had uh, rose present herself that was some... no i'm that thinking was... of rose's
1: wedding because it's the bachelor party where uh, the stag where yeah. atticus goes upstairs and the woman like breaks in and the guy takes a picture that's all london and he thinks it's his father because his father is so against rose uh. but it's really rose's mother because she doesn't want rose to be happy because Shrimpy and her are divorced, and she doesn't want her to be married.
0: I swear, this is the same building though that we saw last season when they're like firing guns off and everything. Oh, that's that place, yeah. but that's not yeah. where
1: Rose and Atticus got married. There are no. I know that. Before. I know that. Oh yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. This is that place. Well,
0: then you we, we can just cut that all out of the audio. No, nah, why not? This is finale. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, anyways, there's the the huge shadow leaning over this, where like. The mother explicitly says, you know, he whoever he marries has to be clean, you know, because as many merits as your cousin had, he, you know. He, he was a playboy. Yeah, he had a time in Tangier where he was apparently running buck wild. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, can't have that going on here, Bertie. And so, you know, the whole family is just like, oh, man, what do we do? And Bertie's like, you got to drop this, mom. And she's like, no, I'm not going to drop this. He's like, I insist. And it's just a little awkward, a little awkward right there.
1: But then Edith gets ahead of the ball. Mm-hmm. She walks in, yeah, and she's like, "Hey, I got to talk to you." Hey, I got a kid. And then it cuts away before we <laughs> get to see the. Rebel. Hey, I hate my, when <laughs> shows do that. Oh yeah,
0: well, because it's like, what we do? We need to really rehash this whole past. Hey, my husband, my my, my husband to be was beat up by a bunch of brown coats. <laughs> they go by the name Nazis now. Maybe you may have heard of <laughs> yeah, them. I, I don't know at this point. <laughs> Probably not, but they, you know those funny looking brown coat people. They murdered this guy.
1: But Birdie is Birdie's mom. Says something about the sordid revelations that are fragrant in the air. Yeah. She's not happy. She's like, what are you going to do? You can get
0: out of this. You almost wonder if Julian, when he wrote this, is like, well, I don't want to rehash what we went through last year with, with Atticus. divorce. Yeah, but it's like, well, you we got to do it again because right, so there has so you to you be put, an obstacle.
1: You put Edith in front of it rather than, you know, have the parents it own it up and then have Atticus's parents jump mm-hmm. in front of it. So, yeah. And then they have this dinner where they're gonna announce that they're engaged and
0: Robert and Cora are there and it's funny, that table is so large with people. Mm -hmm. And I think they kind of do a contrast here of like here's Downton's tiny table without, you know, Robert and Cora there or Edith. It's such a tiny table, but then they go to the person table? Yeah, then they go to that. It's like, oh my gosh, they got everyone at this place. Edith
1: is about to get ready. She's she's gonna be the queen, the socialite. Yeah. And they're trying to like the mother so, and Bertie keep cutting each other she, off to make a she, toast. She goes to make a toast and she's like, thanks for being here. And then he's like, well, I have something to say. And then Robert's like, get, get, you know, like Robert pushes her into realizing that, you know, this is your last chance to make right on this before you make an enemy of your own mm-hmm. son. Yeah. And she stands up and she makes the, you know, to this engagement that's going to be
0: mm-hmm.
1: happening. So it's very yeah. sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She, she gives the okay. You know, she gets it. She thought about it and she's like, well, you know what? As long as only us know.
1: And she says, Edith is unimpeachably honest. And that's the kind of character she wants out of a, you know, mother of her grandchild, potentially. Now,
0: you wonder, though, in, the, in the Behind Closed Doors, Edith like went all in. Like, well, one time I tried to break up a marriage. Another <laughs> time I, I made out with a, a farm man or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: I forced this family off my land because I tried a plan that involved them keeping my baby.
0: One time I reported on my sister hooking up with a dude to a newspaper to kind of ruin her. Yeah, uh, yeah. And she just revealed everything that she did wrong. And you know what? She was honest. She was honest about all un- this.
1: Un- unimpeachably honest about all of her flaws. Yeah.
0: One time I, you know, thought my cousin, this this random guy was my cousin, but he really he may not have been. Yeah, I kind of. The cousin. She's, she's recaps was... the entire history of the show to her. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I kind of had a crush on the cousin that was going to inherit my house, but then he died. And then the other cousin married my sister, which is a little weird to me.
0: You know how this goes. it <laughs> would know. be
1: great if it's just like a recap. Of da- it turns into a clip show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mr. Mosley got involved.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then I tried to accidentally burn the house down. <laughs> that time too, yeah. <laughs> I did like that after the moment of the announcement, they have like the after dinner drinks of Edith, Bertie, Robert, Cora, and Bertie's mom, Mm -hmm. and they they talk about this, you know, the unimpeachably honest quote comes there, Mm -hmm. and then Bertie's just like, well, one more thing. Will you kiss me? And it's like, your parents are around, but sure. Do it. Why not? They're just like, and they show all, all four of them, or five of them in the room, just Two of them kiss, and the rest of them just sort of standing, looking. Yep, cool. Well,
0: you know who's there off camera just fiending and looking at this. It's Julian. Julian. (laughs) He's like, yeah, get in there. I love
1: romance. I love romance. I love to profess love. He's
0: Tofton. (laughs) Oh, he is Tofton. Because, yeah, he literally quoted what Tofton says on the show back in (laughs) season three. And the one episode that we've (laughs) talked about forever since. when Tofton (laughs) says, I love love. That's what Julian said during Dan Abbey Live. I love love. (laughs) I love romance. He loves romance. He romances romance. Yeah. Uh, and nothing more romantic than kissing someone in front of everyone so they can feel uncomfortable um, so yeah they're gonna get married around New Year's they announce and mm-hmm. the show later cuts to that but there's other stuff ahead of that before we get there
1: there's really not too much with um, Mary and and Talbot aside from the fact that Mary is, they're just sort of Talbot's trying to find himself Mary patches things up and has a baby face turn yeah and there's the line where Edith comes back where she's like why'd you do this and and Mary's like we're sisters. Like maybe we should try to be friends.
0: Yeah. Well, no, they don't even like settle on friends. Like we're going to be there for each other. Let's yeah. just let's just do this. Let's try harder. Or try. <laughs> no, it's literally you're here, I'm here. Let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so there's that. That's going on. Uh, there's a lot
1: of things you could pretty easily fast forward through for the beginning uh, downstairs. Anna's still pregnant. There's really no complication. It's there. funny she's though. Just it, pregnant?
0: She, they show her once, like pregnant, in this episode, which is like they think the full—the only time they show her like full body, like pregnant—but it's really she's just wearing this draped over black gown, so you can't even like make out if she has like a bump or anything. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, she's pregnant. Okay, can't can't shell out the cash for a baby bump. Okay, all right, I get it. Budget's tight. Uh, a lot of actors in this episode. Um, well, what
1: else do we do? We want? I think Birdie mean, and Isabel is my—or not Birdie. Uh, Lord Merton and Isabel is my favorite thing in this whole episode. Yeah. Considering that, how much we dis- disliked Isabel at the beginning of the show.
0: She's come a long way. And also Violet just kind of sneakily just reappears, you know? She's just back. Yeah. Back, uh,
1: back in the Downton groove.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the daughter doesn't want to see Isabel anymore because, well, no, Merton comes to Isabel. He's like, I'm sick. I got this anemia type thing. It's per- not, Pernicious anemia. Yeah. I ain't going to live long.
1: I believe that's what it is.
0: Yeah. And so Isabel feels like, well, man, what do I do here? She's
1: like, I want to be there for you as best as I can. Mm-hmm. Well, Larry Gray cancels a lunch.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And
1: and I'm led to believe, like, Larry's gonna, you know, we're gonna be good. Like, Larry's gonna redeem himself. No. And
0: yeah, no. And then, well, they t- they take Merton away. They go. They take him into care, and they don't want Isabel to come by anymore because they're just like, no, he's sick, and we don't want to deal with you or yeah, anything. Like, let
1: him be in peace.
0: Which is. Complete BS because Isabel knows they just want him to die, you know?
1: yeah, And, and, and they want to
0: keep him away from her because she'll probably take all the riches once, once yeah, she I Yeah, she doesn't
1: want like a, a gold digger sort of old people gold digger situation. Yeah. And he, he says, no man can ever have everything. Yeah. At least we're friends again, which is really sweet and sad. hmm Like he's on his way out because he goes to tell her things aren't great. Yeah. And then, you know, she really feels, she says to Violet how upset she is and you know true love is never smooth yeah and she says to violet have you ever have you ever been in love since uh again. Cool again. and she <laughs> says i i never answer a question any more intimidating than do i need a rug
0: yeah she doesn't tell secrets there you know
1: so what <laughs> what that's the most intimidating one time she was like no <laughs> sprats like uh do you need a rug and she's like <laughs> This is the limit.
0: <laughs> you know what you know what it is. Julian's setting the tables there for a prequel series where we can just go into the exploits of Violet, you know, getting around. That, that's what it that is. That would it,
1: destroy it. Down. I, I mean, know it's, it's on the table in some capacity. But
0: I I don't think he has to do it. It's just Julian setting leaving money on the table just in case for a rainy day. If he needs oh, yeah. it from, like whatever his his excesses are and everything that he needs to pay for, that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, because Violet doesn't do much this episode. She's kind of a a sounding board, which I mean, she is often throughout the series, but you'd like to see her a little bit more engaged. Well, she does show up later on. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah.
1: So Isabel. We'll get to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking about Isabel and Lord Merton right now. So
0: they go to
1: see Dr. Clarkson just to get a second opinion.
0: Off screen, he's not off on screen when he goes to she goes no because yeah, they go to the hospital. Is well, he? no, no, no. Isabel's at the hospital and bumps into Murray. Yeah, Mer- well, there. yeah, he's there. He's like, oh, I was here seeing Clarkson. Because but then
1: Amelia is there too with the car. No, because he was at there. He went to see. You don't Isabel. see Clarkson.
0: I mean, I mean, I mean, I know of how many times you see Clarkson <laughs> this episode.
1: Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. whether or not you see Clarkson it, in I the think context it of this story, I think it does. So uh, the car with Amelia pulls mm-hmm. up, and she's like, "He went to your house." He's here. Let, like, enough. That's enough. you got to leave him alone and let him die in peace. <laughs> and it's so like, jeez, this is serious.
0: Yeah. He, I and mean, that anemia.
1: Yeah, the pernicious anemia. <laughs> and so what, what happens? They go, is, does Violet go too? No, they this go, is later
0: on, man. This isn't after the jump.
1: No, the jump is when we. it's revealed. That there's a reveal after the jump, but that's not before the jump. Oh, okay. So they go to Merton's house And they're, in, they're like We need to see him Let us see him because now Because Violet
0: says You know when words don't work you Use force Yeah And, and they, this is what they're doing
1: They go And he says he feels like He's held captive Yeah he's it, like, Is that Mrs. Crawley? Do I hear Mrs. Crawley? Yeah, and they're like out. Who lets you in here?
0: And, and then they have this He's great. like in a night He's like nighty or whatever like He's like in his yeah, like he's pajamas in his, He's in his robe Yeah because yeah. he's, yeah,
1: he's, he's on his deathbed
0: Essentially Yeah yeah yeah
1: And he he's so fired up And they're like get out of here and and he gets so fired up that he says like why are you keeping her from me she's been here before you said no
0: oh, what? no the, the best is that he says to his son like, you know I always try to like you but I just can't like he literally like he says
1: larry as my son i love you but i've tried and failed liking <laughs> like, you
0: cold it's just so cold but then
1: in the ultimate lord Merton move he's like you know what take the house i don't care <laughs> I'm then,
0: leaving And then he pisses on the wall As he's walking out too you <laughs> bir- like, Birds yeah, in the air <laughs> Take the house I don't need this
1: He's kicking things over uh, Yeah <laughs> but I thought that was the coolest thing And then she's like And we're getting married Tomorrow
0: Yeah 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 That is you know, Emblematic of Julian says he loves romance That is one of the most romantic moments In all of Downton Because they're just like You know what I'm taking him. We're doing this Live Yeah and, and it's funny because You're here I'm here Let's we do finished. this <laughs> We finished this Yeah yeah
1: They never I, I think this is one of the best Downton stories because Amelia and Larry are never
0: redeemed. Yeah, they're just they're bad just people. bad
1: people that take advantage of their sick father.
0: I like that they hold on to the the seeing Larry again because we haven't seen him since last season, and he shows up again, and it's just like for a moment, like what's, what's going like, on why here? Don't you Get out of here! I yeah. don't like you. Yeah, boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it, that's I'm sure that's when, in, that's all. <laughs> that's it. That's whenever Merton. Does kick the bucket There's gonna be a lawyer That's like well you know Miss Crawley well,
0: well then <laughs> let's not wrap up The storyline Because there isn't much to it After the jump then Yeah Spoiler
1: alert He's in the movie
0: Yeah he's not dead He's not dying And so we get Clarkson A couple times this episode But we don't really see him On screen much But we We see him once I think before the jump And then one Once at At, in, at the wedding he, yeah. he, he literally comes in And he he's like uh, It's not pernicious You got oh, anemia no, he's, he's
1: like You have anemia <laughs> And then Mallard Merton's
0: like well, he first
1: off, of Merton's saying, "I don't feel sick."
0: Isabel says, "Like, oh, he's not dying." She literally like, jumps to the conclusions, like, "Oh, he's not dying." And he's like,
1: "Well, he's sick, but he's, he ain't dying." He's like, "People die,
0: yeah. He's not immortal, yeah."
1: And he, like, uh, Clarkson, like, peeks between the two of them, and he, oh,
0: I, I, I had a whole vision in my head, like, you know, he still has a thing for Isabel. He's gotta. Like, I don't think he's let that go. And I just see, like, he kind of walks off screen after he tells him, like, he kinda, I can just see him walking off screen and punching a hole in the wall afterwards, like, he's not going to die. You
1: just see, like, <laughs> the next day's newspaper, local doctor commits suicide. No,
0: no, <laughs> no, no, no. Clarkson, we need Clarkson. Like, I, I literally remember the show. I thought Clarkson ended up with Isabel, and it disappoints me that it's Merton <laughs> instead of Isabel. Clark or, or instead of Clarkson. Clarkson, he, he has the chemistry. He's a charmer. He's a handsome man. But Merton has also proved his worth. Yeah. Yeah. He always has this bewildered look on his face, though, that I always thought. I was like, you really want to be with that guy? I mean, <laughs> as, as opposed to Clarkson, who has a nice, defined mustache? Yeah. Well, I'm, he got drunk and, and asked her to marry him, and she said no. I think Clarkson's off somewhere just, like, destroying stuff, like, angry <laughs> that he just didn't, he missed his what chance. What if he, like, experiments he on,
1: on himself and turns into the Hulk?
0: Sure. I'd watch I'd that. I'd watch that <laughs> show. Yeah. The incredible <laughs> Dr. Dr. Clarkson. Clarkson. <laughs> Why not? Uh... So anyways, that's the episode. They're going to be happy, and we they, we have movie posters of Isabel and Merton, if that's what floats your boat. I'd love to see a doctored one of Isabel and Clarkson and just see how that plays. I think that would look better. Sure. I would love yeah. it if there's drama in the movie over Merton versus Clarkson. Let's go. Let's go, Julian. You
1: think they have enough time for that? Well, I don't care. You make the time. <laughs> uh, what else do we have going on? Did Spratt and Danker are... Edith goes to see Spratt, and Danker figures out that he's writing the column. That he's uh, whatever that woman's name is that he uses.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't even reference the name of the column, but he's uh, he's writing it still.
1: And then they show that he shows it to Danker's like, "Oh well, now that I have this information, you'll never know what I'm going to do with it." And then
0: is this pre or post? It's post jump, but we can just get to it. She yeah. reveals to Violet like, "Oh, it's a pity, you know." I guess uh, uh, spratt has been doing this job on the side the entire time. It's a pity that you have to know this information and you gotta let him go. And Violet's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and then she gives, she goes, "I happen to have the newspaper right here." And Violet says, "Open to the right page.
1: How convenient." Yeah, but then she starts cackling,
0: like heaving cackling. Like I the
1: most we've ever heard her laugh in the whole show.
0: Yeah, I almost thought though for a second, like, is this where Violet dies? Because she's like, imagine that she's <laughs> laughing so hard, fault. she's like hard to hard to breathing during that during that moment. Uh, so Sprat ends up with a win there. He, he's doing okay. He's gonna- and then,
1: yeah, and then they're at the wedding, and you know, uh, is it Vi- it's Danker tries to bring it up at the wedding, mm-hmm. and then uh, Violet is like, "Well, next time you're going to have to be the one to like help me get ready for an event like this because now that we know you're the social social person and yeah, you know, she, she's and just just happy. Like, She's
0: happy to have someone to laugh with. She Danker said. takes the L. Yeah, yeah. She's just happy to have someone to laugh with, Yeah. which is nice. Um, good, good tidying up of that storyline, you know. Yeah, get a give Sprat the victory. It's funny though because Dinker still knows that he housed a freaking refugee at like their place. She could still just drop that bomb at yeah, any you time. You think in
1: that moment she would be like, well, by the way, his, brother, his cousin, <laughs> yeah, his cousin threatened us all with a knife."
0: But then again, at this point, how long ago was that? You know, yes. yeah. outside
1: the statute of limitations.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sergeant Willis comes by. He's like, "Yes, I was here for that." I can't believe he wasn't invited to that party too. Like, come on. Why, is, why do you, they don't want to cop around. Tanker's a, he's, I mean, uh, Willis is a friend of the family at this point. <laughs> he's a friend of Patmore. For sure. Uh, uh, so anyways, downstairs, Thomas is looking to leave. He's got a job somewhere. He does. And it's very sweet.
1: Yeah. He kind of, everyone, this episode is just like 90% good.
0: Yeah, everyone's just actually like nice to each other. It, like everyone says their warm wishes to the Barrow. He was asked for a kiss on the side of the cheek, and the Barrow's and like, "Wow."
1: Carson's like, mm-hmm.
0: "No, he's like, I respect you. Like,
1: he's, uh, he's got a look." Well, especially after the
0: last episode, I think he's like, "Oh, you know what? You've done your time here. I respect that."
1: Yeah, and what is a? There's a good quote around there where uh, Patmore says, or yeah, Patmore says, "I don't know if you're a good thing or a bad thing." <laughs> But we've all been together a long time.
0: That's a that's a good way to define many relationships in my life. Um So yeah, and we get Mr. Bao. Mr. Bayo. Mr. Bellow. <laughs> the little children running in. Well, Master George,
1: I'll see you around. <laughs> Mr.
0: Bellow. <clears throat> what a turn for Barrow, man. He really came From the dark depths of the world to, you know, I think it's like almost also Julian maybe becoming more woke over the course of the series. Like, well, you know what? Maybe being gay isn't that bad of a thing. It doesn't just make you an evil person. It be great? Like just, he met a gay person halfway through the show.
1: <laughs> well, I feel a lovely chap and we got along great.
0: Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? These gay folk are okay. Yeah, Julian. Yeah. They're people. <laughs> <laughs> I love romance. Let's, let's give them this. <laughs> yeah, and children. And then he just saw the dollar signs of a romance for Barrow in the movie and he was just like, I love romance. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> just making it rain. Yeah. Um, wouldn't,
1: it, wouldn't it be funny if there's like a flash forward to the future of Master Jordan? He's like, scheming and evil and underhanded and, like, stabs all his friends in the back. He's like, it, Mr. Barrow told me how to do this. No, no, no. He still
0: says, Mr. Bayo <laughs> Mr. Bayo told me how to do this. And Marigold
1: is there. They're all just mean to each other. Yeah.
0: Uh, and it's because of Thomas. But Thomas is making his best effort at this new job to make friends. He, you know, he's putting his best foot forward. Well, there's three people there. That's so. the problem. There's no one to make friends with. And I, I totally get that. That kind of... Makes it harder to establish yourself when there's no one to establish establish yourself with. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later on, though, because there's other drama going on downstairs. Yeah, Carson
1: is, is Mosley going to take the job?
0: Yeah, well, Mosley. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got. He, there's a professor who's moving, who has a cottage and a higher earning job, and Moseley, they're like in a cottage. Yeah, that's what I just said. In a and, house. It, he's yeah. got a house. He's got a wage. He's got a you know. And, and the professor's like Mosley, you want this? he's got to think about it.
1: Doesn't have to think long because he goes and tells Carson, he's like, I want it. I want it now. Yeah. He's like, I'll help you if you need me. If there's any events... Well, that comes after the jump,
0: though.
1: Yeah, but then uh, Carson says... Yeah, Carson has a great line where... Oh, it's just
0: me and Andy uh, in the face (laughs) of Armageddon. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's, That's right. Because
0: there's no help. But I mean, I wonder, Like, so where does Bates and Baxter fall in line because it's just like their help but i guess they're specifically base a valet so yeah it doesn't it's not but the yeah, same yeah
1: Bates then. and baxter are not in the same line of work
0: yeah interesting so yeah carson carson's on the ropes this episode cuz mosley yeah, you But don't mosley say. Does say like i'll show up for events and like yeah. everything so it's like oh okay that's right mosley into the movie then like he shows up for events even if he has a full time job imagine that well I guess I get that
1: society gig. He just wants a couple bucks.
0: I mean, when I got my full time job in New York, I still worked at my local library for a year and a half, just offering help when they needed help. Even though I had a career and all this, And it's like I don't need to be here. You had those bennies? Yeah, but it's funny though because that's the best period. It was really where I, when I came back to the library, I was like, "You can fire me, but you can't because you need me." Which <laughs> is exactly what Mosley could do here. It's like, you could fire me right now, but you need me for this event. He's like, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be living here. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so." uh... Carson's got the shakes, though. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> They're in full effect. Um, I like that he... We should not be laughing about this. He, he has the shakes, and he drops the thing. He's like, I knew this day would come. Also, <laughs> he's violently shaking his hands, and there's, there's
1: not... Yeah, there's no precursor to this.
0: Never been a hint at all for years that this would ever be a thing, and then mm-hmm. it's all out, out of nowhere. It's like, whoa. What happened, Carson?
1: Like, And he's like, it's not a condition. It's the palsy. It's like, I'm pretty sure cerebral palsy is a condition.
0: Well, maybe it wasn't called that at the time, probably. Um, but his father had it, and his grandfather had it.
1: He's like, and now I also have it. Whoa, Dave. Yeah, cracking my seltzer.
0: All right. Uh, so, yeah, he, he breaks the news to Hughes. And, but everyone has seen this. Like, everyone's seen this. And Mary comes down to check. And I'm like, you okay, Carson? And he was like, for you, I'm always okay. <laughs> but no, Carson, you're actually okay. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe I got the shakes. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe this is going south. Um,
1: and this happens basically a couple times to the point where
0: he's like, "I gotta quit." But anyway, so there's that moment where he says, "Andy, can you pour this?" And Robert's like, "It's right there." And it's like, "Enough is enough, Robert." I, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know you too well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll cover that because uh, that shaking ain't, ain't going away.
1: Yeah, a lot of shaking going on. Yeah. And, uh, speaking of shaking,
0: Andy's shaking it for Daisy, but <laughs> she ain't buying. She ain't shaking back. <laughs> that milkshake does not bring all the girls to the yard, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then Patmore
1: says, "You can do worse." And she says, "And Daisy says, Well, I can do better.'"
0: Who who is <laughs> Daisy? thinks she can do better. She is pining for Alfred, not better. Yeah, um, pining for Barrow. Who she says definitely
1: like, not better. I used to have the hots for him. Yeah,
0: I used to be soft for him. Uh,
1: and what? Who? Who else? Her husband, William. William, know? a softy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Andy. Is the the most masculine man she's had a thing for.
0: She had to have a well. She got forced into. It. But it's funny. Pat Moore kind of calls her out, which I don't know if I agree with Pat Moore's assessment, where she says, "You don't like people as soon as they're soft on you." which I don't think has always been the case but she brings up the case of like well Alfred as soon as he liked you 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 didn't like him which is like I don't remember Alfred ever actually coming around on Daisy that much. I oh remember. yeah, he does. Does he?
1: Yeah, he, when he leaves he's like Daisy I'm sorry things went the way they did.
0: But I don't think it was like him being soft. I think it was more so like you know I'm I'm, I'm sorry that I wasn't as into you as you were into me, you know. I but thought
1: I think it w- I think it did kind of like flip-flop where yeah, he was into her and then she kept shooting him down so he went to Ivy yeah, and then, then Ivy said no. Yeah, and then Ivy went for Jimmy. Remember all those characters who are gone? <laughs> yeah, all those beloved Tall Daisy.
0: Hopefully, they come back for the movie. No, you know? I'm good. Okay, all right, uh, but yeah, so Daisy's just having trouble like uh, locking a man down, and Andy's just like, you know what, I'm done with this. I've wasted enough of my time. Wise dude, you know, don't yeah. don't bark up a tree that ain't gonna you know bear any fruit.
1: And he says to, uh, or he. <laughs> What is it, Mr. Mason is like, you could do worse. And Daisy says, I've been hearing that a lot lately.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mr. Mason, for my love life advice. Um, I think that's really it, right? As far as plot points? Yeah, I think.
1: I've- I mean, uh, Baxter says to Barrow how, you know, bury the issue with Coil and this guy. Like, just don't let him take advantage of you. Like, you're good. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of great moments of Barrow leaving. Yeah. It's very sweet. Mr. Bates says I'd rather we pass as friends than enemies. Mm hmm. And he said to he well, he has a moment where he apologizes to Andy, Anna, and Baxter. He's like I probably I'd be like, oh, no, Some thanks,
0: thanks yeah, he thanks them for saving yeah, his life. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's like, man. Why couldn't we have had like good Thomas for a whole season? It's like the end of a Star Wars movie. Like the redemption story could be really cool.
0: Uh, it's okay. I think we got like the most interesting part out of it. So yeah, we
1: That's got good. the suicide attempt.
0: <laughs> That's what we're here for. We're waiting all those seasons and we finally got it. Hey, we, I mean we have the
1: most blood in the show in this season for sure.
0: Well, I mean Thomas is probably the most beat up on the show. He loses a finger, has the infected butt, has the slit wrist. He t- he he takes a he takes a he gets beat up beating. at the fair. Yeah, he does. So he he's actually one of the most beat up characters. Base roughs him up. Yeah, he throws him up against the wall. So, you know, he takes the most... Oh, my God. Does Julian really have a thing against gay <laughs> oh people? I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. this
1: never makes its way to Julian, fellas. I <laughs> hope not.
0: <laughs> he, he would cancel us immediately. Yeah, we'd be done. We'd be dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, the show jumps ahead to December 29th.
1: Uh, d- 19- uh, there's also plots where Robert is uh, jealous of Cora spending her time at the hospital.
0: I don't think he's jealous so much as he's like, what are you doing, you know? like, you're, you, Be here for the family, man. Why you got to... Man, oh, uh, wife. Uh, why do you always gotta be gone, bro? <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, Come on Cora? <laughs> we got his daughter getting married. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's that's like it's kind of teased, but it, it kind of comes out of nowhere too. Like there's just like alluding to like who is it or um is it Rosman who calls him out and says like you're kind of like annoyed with Cora. A lot. And it's like what do you mean? We haven't seen this at all. And then that's it's kind of trumped up a little bit that he's uh annoyed that she's working for this hospital. She's working hard for the money. Um. So, yeah, December 29th, 1925. We now, with the show, started from April 12th, 1912, with the, the Titanic sinking, to all the way to New Year's, 1925. So, almost 13 and a half years we've yep. covered. And here we are. Edith finally having a happy moment. Mm-hmm. She's going to be marrying Bertie. Yeah, And uh, is there much to say that she doesn't? She does, yeah. It's and- just all the things that happen around it. Like, what? Oh, everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she looks... Well, she'll, I mean, well, let's talk about the wedding, though. It, it, she says to Robert, you know, I never thought this day would come. And it's like, well... Do you, you ever think we'd get to this day? And Robert says, I don't know. Maybe. And it's like, well, what you say the last time you tried to get married? Because... <laughs> That's you, an old man. You could have said the same thing then. Um, she looks great in that dress, you know? Uh, and they really stick with this wedding. Whereas, like, you know, last week, Mary and... Uh, uh, Talbot, shotgun. Let's go. Done. Mm-hmm. Here it's like they let the the preacher uh, speak and everything. And they profess about. Did, did love. you
1: notice that they they actually let the speak now or forever hold your peace line make it in? And I was thinking, yeah. oh man, what, what if, if that door busts open and Michael Gregson
0: all scarred up and beat <laughs> up?
1: I'm alive. Oh
0: man! And then what's his name Sir behind Ant- Sir him? Ant- Sir Anthony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then P. Gordon. <laughs> it's funny. <what> I thought <laughs> this is Sir... a dog pile of the duds of Edith. Yeah, past.
0: I thought Sir Anthony came back in the series, but I think I'm just misremembering Gregson as Anthony because they kind of look similar. Yeah, except and Gregson... Gregson's just a young, young... better Anthony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely misremembered that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're married, and they, they subject more people to more of their public kissing. There's more of that going on. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good wedding. But who shows up for this wedding? Rose.
1: I forgot she even showed up at all. It's so nice. I, I popped big. I popped yeah. big for Cousin Rose and Atticus showing
0: up. I was pretty excited. I mean, she, at this point, she had already played Cinderella. So mm-hmm. all, all the Fairweather fans of Down Abbey were like, hey, Cinderella's back now. You know? yep, like, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah, the Fairweather Downton fans
1: who missed an entire character's arc <laughs> in now this entire finale. So Rose does uh, very little aside from bring Robert to the hospital. Yeah, well, she, she has, had a kid, by the way. Oh okay, yeah, she has a kid, but which the, was not brought up at all. I feel like the previously they said she was pregnant. No,
0: they said like she'll probably be having kids soon, and then but
1: they got a somebody got a letter that oh, said maybe. she was expecting. Yeah, and she she left her baby at home for Christmas. Na- yeah, the, she said she cried the whole boat ride.
0: Don't blame her. Don't blame her.
1: And what's uh she's like Robert. I want to take you somewhere, and he's like, okay, fine, mm-hmm. and
0: it's to the
1: hospital. How did she know? Because people keep talking about Robert being jealous. Is he jealous though? Yeah, he's jealous he's I think he's, he's frustrated that
0: she's just not around, I think.
1: Yeah, but he's jealous of how she's spending her time. He's jealous of I the guess. people at the hospital getting that attention.
0: Sure. Jealousy has many different forms, different strokes, yeah. So uh And then we see But yeah, Rose is just like, "See, look at this."
1: It's like the Ghost of Christmas Future, Ghost of Christmas Present.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, he sees Cora doing her job, speaking the, the to answer questions, and what's the only question we get? Well, Dr. Dr. Clarkson still will be around in York after the hospital is built and I was like of course, yeah. And this reminded me, like all Rose does. <laughs> of course, Clarkson will be back, and then he killed himself after <laughs> <laughs> Isabel and Martin. Hospital needs new doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and um, yeah, Rose is like this is like Rose. This it's is, a classic Rose. She's there to the problem solve and just be there uh, and do things.
1: And this is um, this brings you back to season two when they all felt like they had something to do. They even bring it up like this. She feels so like the. Having the convalescent home at the house Yeah
0: yeah yeah It's like very sweet Yeah uh, So yeah that's that's Rose's function She does a couple other things though I think right She hops around a lot Doesn't she do stuff I took so many notes that are out of order Yeah not really All I have is Rose Rose
1: and Atticus Baby And then I go down my notes Rose shows Robert how important Cora is And, and that's that, all I have for Rose in my notes
0: Yeah I mean And Trimpy's there Shrimpy's oh, yeah, in the shrimpy.
1: House? Sh- Shrimpy's gonna make a speech. Yeah. I was fired up for Shrimpy. I was fired up for all the people that came back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh we don't get that shrimpy speech though. We yeah, we see like well and then it cuts to something else. Like we see him
1: talking in a room, but then we don't yeah. see oh. uh,
0: So, what's the other big, there's two, one, two punch of surprises. One thing, though, is it, do you find it weird that they're having the wedding at Downton? Yeah, instead of. Brancaster where they can actually house everyone? I just didn't get that. I understand, like, it makes it easier to bring everyone home and everyone's there and stuff. And it makes it easier for the downstairs staff to go upstairs and see the wedding and everything. But, uh, okay, all right, weird choice, a weird, you know. Mm -hmm. but Sure, maybe that was some customary thing to have it at the female's house, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Bertie, who knows what Bertie's upbringing was. This is all a new life to him.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So we find out what's been going on with Talbot.
0: Talbot and Branson, existential crisis. Branson and Talbot. They keep making references. Like, throughout the episode, Branson keeps winking at Talbot, and Talbot (laughs) kind of, like, winks at him, and it's like, whoa. Maybe he found a way to keep himself busy, but Uh it ain't that that kind of busy, though. (laughs) Because we know. Fellows
1: is like. By the way, (laughs) I've hoodwinked you all.
0: He's all in now on this. He's all in on that kind of lifestyle. (laughs) So
1: they're opening a garage.
0: Yeah, that's the big reveal. Like, he's found a way. And it's like, this just seems so logical. Because we know about Branson's history of working with cars. We know about Talbot. He knows his way around cars. This makes so much sense. They're going to sell cars. And Mary's like, so you guys are used
1: car salesmen? And he's like, yeah, well, for now.
0: Yeah, once we sell these, we'll get the real things. And Mary's ecstatic. She's so ecstatic, she reveals something to Henry. I got a thing going on.
1: I got a baby in me.
0: She doesn't say those words exactly. She doesn't say it, but she's got a thing. And Branson's just standing there like, twiddling, twiddling <laughs> his problems. They're like, I knew it. Knew it. And his pleated Sib- suit.
1: Sybil's ghost is, shows up like a forest ghost.
0: They even do the thing in this episode, you know, like Branson seems a little heavier this season. He's like holding a dog this episode. That kind of like, yeah, The dog got big, fast. Yeah, well, it's perfect. It hides his size. It hides Branson like, you know. With, you know the pleated suits yeah, are only so much yeah he's comfortable my mom was saying like does does he lose weight after the show he, he was like yeah i think he got back in shape he's back in shape like in recent we'll see things in I the same. movie in yeah. the movie
1: posters he's definitely fitter than- yeah
0: yeah he had a beard though because like after this episode ends they have like the thank you for watching this and he has like a beard in it my mom's like he looks good with a beard leech leech he should be in more he's good he was in the the, the bohemian rhapsody in a big role i think I, I didn't see it. I didn't, didn't see it. Isn't he the it. crooked manager or something like that? No, I think he's like his lover or something like that. Uh oh. I think.
1: Don't tell Julian.
0: <laughs> Man. Uh, so, yeah, good for Talbot. He's found a job and he's going to be a father. Everything's going A okay there for Mary and Talbot. They can be happy forever now, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But Carson. This is the the, the big, the big stuff. The shakes. A
1: whole hmm. lot of shaking going on. He tries to do a little bit more. He still can't. But then he's, he's serving the, uh, the champagne mm-hmm. and he drops it and he's like,
0: I can't do this anymore. He, he like and is like, loud about it. Like so uncharacteristic of Carson to like make a scene. And was it Mosley's like, I'll help. No, no, and no. Oh, it, I think it's Andy. He says and he's ah. like,
1: no, no, no. And then Barrow's like, Oh,
0: he man. literally emerges from the shadows. He comes out of the shadows. Like I'll help you. He do. rises
1: from, from hell. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's waiting to help. He's got the gangrel and the circle of flames. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's like, dun, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, He's just out of nowhere, and then like Robert's like, "Wait a second, you know what, Carson, you're done. You're out of here. Take him out." He
1: says, "You're
0: fire. Thomas. You're up. Calling you up. You quit that other job. You're coming back." Imagine Thomas is like, "You know what? I actually kind of like it at this other job." There's only three people I don't get in trouble. I get paid well. Uh, but it's every it's,
1: time they show that job, he looks miserable. It's just like two uppity white people.
0: Yeah, and when he says like, "I want to take nears off," they're like, "Well, what do we do?" And it's like, "I told you, you got someone else to hear me here." Like, I'm
1: a cook in the the dining room. It's like shut up.
0: Yeah, what a fairy tale ending for Barrow. You know, he, he really like he goes back to home essentially. Yeah. Um. Again, and go- then I like that Roberts like. Do you think this is something you agree with Carson? Is he
1: a good replacement? And, and Carson's like, Well, I trained
0: him, so it carries on his values. But it, it goes back to you know the thing I've harped on forever with the show, where you know you have Thomas calling out this family and like a lot of these rich families were pieces of crap and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I understand the Crawleys are different and stuff like that. But he, he, Julian essentially broke this one guy down who actually had values to being like, I love this family. They're good to me. And it's like, it's kind of misrepresenting the time, but sure. Okay, fine. I'll go with it. So that's a, a heartwarming moment.
1: Well, I think um, he sees the, um, uh, the writing on the
0: wall when yeah, he tries to kill himself. Right. I'm just saying like, it just, in terms of just speaking to the, the arc the time, doesn't
1: make too much sense.
0: I mean, after... Yeah, he's broken down for so long. It's like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, maybe the kids sweetened him up.
1: But that's a big... The under butler to the boss butler. Yeah. He's it about to be Bates' boss took him 13 again. years. took him 13
0: years to get that job.
1: He says, I came here as a boy. I leave as a man. I return as a man.
0: <laughs> and now... I'm an old man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> his hair is gray. time. Yeah.
0: I thought I saw a little gray in his hair this episode. I, a yeah, I mean, bit. he's stressed out. But the best moment of this episode, I, for me at least, was Robert extending his appreciation to, to Carson for his service, like saying how grateful he is that mm-hmm. they served, and like the the way Carson just feels so much appreciation in that moment. Mm-hmm. It means everything. It really is. Like it really brings together the upstairs and downstairs, like in a way, like of like it is
1: a handshake because Carson's very much a rule abider. He oh, yeah. doesn't really emote about the uh, very professional. Keep Proud it man. together.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's so heartwarming. This is easily uh, for me the best moment of this episode. Like I love that. I love that. Like he recognizes like Carson. You. you I couldn't. I can't be here without. He says y-
1: you're the man now, dog.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yes. Finding Forrester reference. Sure. Okay. Um,
1: I like. There's a note from. Uh, they read a note from Martha Levinson because she couldn't get on the boat.
0: Oh, that's who <laughs> it was, Martha. Wait, which one's Martha Levinson?
1: Cora's mother. Shirley R- Lee McLean.
0: Oh, that's who it was. Because I, I thought they were referencing Shrimpy's wife, but it was Martha Levinson. That's yeah. who it was. Gotcha. Mis- misconstrued that one. Um, well, there's one more story that we haven't talked about downstairs. Well, the da- Daisy.
1: Well, Daisy, too, but there's also a uh, water broke.
0: Oh, my God. That is the best. That is so funny. Because Anna's still working up until she's going to have this baby. She's like, oh, I'm not due for another 10 days. And then she's helping Mary with her hair. And then you hear are some water being dripped out and then Mary is like the most like calm response like oh your water just broke you know you know that you know that that that's what that is that's your water right there <laughs> that's
1: water on the floor they broke and I like clean it up now Anna Talbot runs downstairs he's like
0: Bates, Bates! it's happening and Bates, and Bates is like
1: Bates, Bates is like yep we <laughs> got peeps his head around
0: wait what's happening you're you, the thing Bates is like wait a second huh yeah.
1: He see he throws his cane down and starts sprinting. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's he's, there's limb correctors back on, he's he leaps. But we get one more vintage car we get one more vintage carcinoma moment he's like, wait, she's gonna have the baby in Mary's room? (laughs) And then, you know. She has that baby fast. She pops that thing out. Like it's And it's a big baby too. (laughs) Yeah, it's the same night. She literally pops that baby out. Like, what? (laughs) <laughs> like, that's a mess that is a mess and Clarkson's in there Clarkson gets that baby out. yeah thank I, god he's at the wedding man Clarkson in uh, so clutch so helpful yet he has nothing to show for it all these seasons man he's a background character he's, he's better than Merton is all I'm saying he pops this baby out he, that's record time right there that would go in the history books it's not health. his fault that it's record time He's not like, let me pull it out. <laughs> I don't he know was not a C-section. Clarkson was like pumping with rage that day from learning about you know Merton not yeah, dying. Wanted, he wanted so he's it. like, let's get this baby out of here. He just takes both hands like, got
1: it. A like, pernicious anemia,
0: of my ass. <laughs> but
1: then Mr. Bates says, I'm a father. It, and I have a son.
0: It is the weirdest way he says it. I'm a father. And I have a son.
1: And then Anna says, You you are a father, John. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> you know we're there, and it does the weird thing where it closes with them like in bed together in Mary's bed, yeah, in Mary's <laughs> bed, and the door closes on them, and it's just like You're drinking champagne, having a good time, yeah, good, good, good for the Bateses, good, good for them.
1: I feel like this season is, I feel like everything after the prison is a big disservice to the those two characters
0: after Bates being in prison. Yeah, I think the last Mr. three seasons Green's terrible, yeah, disgusting, yeah, and they have nothing else to do with them. It's a letdown, I think, of Bates.
1: Yeah, who is brought in as the strongest, you know, your The show opens
0: with Bates on the train arriving to mm-hmm. down. <laughs> like, it ends with him just being like a little bit of a footnote in the whole thing. And it's weird.
1: Yeah, and they try to make the pregnancy and the baby like, look. Yeah. He's got the baby. He's good. And it's like, that's not
0: how that works. And then there's talk in the movie uh, that he only filmed for like a few weeks. And it's like, how much base we get in the movie? Come on. Yeah, he's he's the People dude. love the Bates. Bateses. So, um, Congratulations to them having kids. Good for them. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah. Hopefully the child won't be spoiled. Hopefully they have another kid. Who knows? Yeah,
1: and the episode ends with uh Isabel and Violet talking. hmm And Isabel says, We're going forward into the future, not back into the past. And Violet says, If only we had the choice. And yeah. she looks at the fans directly at the camera, winks, and then we points. Were, yeah. And then it goes. Da, da, da,
0: da. Well, no, it, it pulls out to show the the house yeah. in the snow, and then it's in a globe, and it was all a dream. That's what they actually end up showing. Yeah. It was all, it was all, all a, a story books. in Carlisle's newspaper. In the School uh, of Rock musical. Yeah. But we didn't talk about Daisy. Oh, yeah, Daisy. Because they got a, a hair dryer in the house.
1: Oh, yeah, and she just messes up her hair. Yeah. Cause, it's the most any story to throw in for no reason. Yeah.
0: Anna ordered uh, through the papers a, a, a hair dryer for Mary, and Daisy wants to do it pretty for Andy, and then. It comes out terrible And so Patmore's like Take this bonnet off your head we, we gotta see what this hair is And as soon as she takes it off Andy walks by And is like <laughs> Sorry that was, that was Hot mic Hot mic But he, he is dying laughing and at this And then Pat Moore's like
1: Why don't you get out of here with that
0: Yep And then uh, Anna helps her out With getting bangs Yep And I like You could have just asked And Daisy's like Well I'm just dumb <laughs> yeah. Sometimes And she agrees to live with Mr. Mason And the farm yeah Yeah She's so gonna walk to work every day And then, so, you know, it it, it is nice when she goes to Andy, like, I think we've just been out of step this whole time. Let's get in step. Let's get in step. And that's where they're going to be. It's good. Mm Mm-hmm. But Dave, you alluded earlier to Pat Moore having something going on. What? What what happened with Pat Moore that I missed this episode?
1: Uh, Daisy, or Andy and Daisy, that whole thing, they're saying, like, well, if I'm going to be at the house more, that means you're going to be at the house more, a lot more. Mm -hmm. And she's like, why? She's like, you're going to be at the house a lot more. Or the farm. What do you
0: mean? Come on, man. What, Mister Mason? Yeah. Come on. What? What, what team are you, Will, Willis or Mason? <laughs> Willis.
1: I'm always Oh on yeah. Team Willis. I mean, Willis is. But it. the implication is Patmore, and because you know Daisy put the kibosh on Mister Mason bringing produce for Patmore. Yeah. And Daisy has not been a fan, but it's like you know this is going to happen.
0: <sighs> Mason's a little old for Patmore. I feel Pat like Patmore's old. I don't think she's an old, Mason. She's still got color in her hair. She's a fiery redhead. Just wait. Wait <laughs> when, for the movie. She's going ba- to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Little Patmore's running around. He's just like 60 having a child. Oh, man. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's the episode. We don't get much with Atticus Aldridge. He's just kind of like. Well, he has, a, he has a comment with Bertie where he's like,
1: I barely know you, but we're family.
0: Yeah, it's funny how like you showed up in my house and then you ended up marrying this girl. Funny world. And then he also has a moment with um, Talbot and and uh, Branson and he's just like wait what's going on between you two huh Let me, come on come on tell
1: me. wouldn't it be great if just Atticus is just like with random people he's like hey hey, <laughs> hey <laughs> man <laughs> yeah, remember me I, like, I never met you Tom Barrow
0: but here you are here I am cool dude <laughs> yeah I spent most of my time with Lady Rose but I totally respect what you did around here man
1: <laughs> I'm cool you're cool
0: so long <laughs> New York's the best spot guys come on I, I love Queens <laughs> yeah it's great um Aldra says hardly knew each other and now we're related, he says to Bertie.
1: And Bertie's like, That's how that's how these things work.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we kind of just ran through this episode. Not really. There was a lot We've lo- been going for an hour. Have we? I mean, we, uh, there's so many little things this episode. Mosley talking about shampoo coming from India to, to yeah. Baxter. <laughs> yep. Took notes on that. Um Dave, how good of an episode was this? This is, is
1: this is this might be my favorite episode of the show. Really? I like all this. I like that everybody's happy. All the characters are redeemed. Yeah. I wish the Bates has had more, but I just know circumstantially they're not going to have more. Yeah.
0: It felt, I felt a little overstuffed for me. I still think I prefer the last episode in terms of that Edith Mary row. I'm a big fan of those things. Okay. Good episode, though. Very good episode. Very, very, very effective finale. Mm hmm. Uh, and also, it kind of sets it up where you could see this, like, I could see it's going for another season. I could see where they could, like, tease out Talbot and Birdie and then, like, uh, yeah, uh, there's Talbot There's, and, there's um, drama and...
1: without sacrificing relationships. Cuz yeah. I feel like that's one thing that this show tries to make is like Edith is, you know, she gets stilted at the altar, Gregson dies, like that's not where you can have conflict. Yeah. Like you don't need to to have a conflict with your spouse to have conflict in your life. Right. Yeah. And I think that this show, I know that Julian said at Downton Live like you can never just be happy, something has to come up, but it doesn't have to be like Bertie cheats on her or something like that. Yeah. It could be, you know, Somebody at school makes fun of marigold, or yeah, yeah, so, or they know, figure there's... out
0: the marigold thing, and then like, that comes home to roost because yeah. they keep hanging that over Bertie's head, like you know, people can figure out about this, and you're gonna have to deal with it. He's like, I'm ready to deal with it, and then the next day, <laughs> after the show ends, it <laughs> comes out.
1: <laughs> the Lord of Hexham off in Tangiers, yeah. following
0: divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, any good quotes, Dave? Let me look. There's
1: many good quotes. Yeah. And. Uh, Edith says to Mary, "You're such a paradox. You make me miserable for years, and then give me my life back." Mm. And Mary's like, "Yeah, because I'm kind of a miserable human."
0: Yeah, Bertie's mom says, "Because uh, they they reference, uh, you may have to move out of the house." And Bertie's mom says, "Rooms made into a flat for an aunt. I'll be okay. You know, there's enough rooms here at this house. I can I can live, darling. Take that chance and lead a good li- lead a good life with the good man." Which is a nice scene between Robert and Edith, which we don't see too often, where he's kind of like you know pushing her in the right direction to be with. Uh, with Bertie, which was I thought was a nice moment.
1: Mm hmm. And uh, was it who says to Pat Moore, is Daisy interested in men? And then they say everyone has a chance, don't they? If they do a little wooing.
0: Yeah. Bertie's saying, Now bloody well kiss me. And then he just lays it on her. Yeah. Uh, I love how Pat Moore's reaction to another wedding. That's all I need. <laughs> Vintage Patmore. Never change. Don't change. No references to her B and B. I want to know in the movie where her B and B is at. It burned down. <laughs> Uh, Carson
1: st- t- says to Tom Barrow, "You're quick and efficient, and no one's ever called you stupid."
0: Mm-hmm. I do like how when Daisy says, "Strange," I think I was soft on him once. Pat Moore's like, "Well, you're not the best in that department," to Daisy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at your track record. They're all annoying.
0: Yeah. And when Thomas asks, "Like, why aren't there more help? Why isn't there more help?" It's not 19- uh, 1850, uh, Mister Barrow. Wow, what else? I mean, there's there's so many <laughs> quotes, but
1: <laughs> Spratt says, Uh Sprat, or Danker says to Sprat, or why, why do I resent you? And Danker says, because I'm interesting, exotic, and attractive. She's, to which Sprat says, do you always have trouble distinguishing fact from fiction?
0: <laughs> she really is full of herself. She's got the nude body paint on her, her nails oh, yeah. or whatever. Like, whatever.
1: And Sprat's like, this won't fly with the ladyship. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to be in the movie if they cut Danker. Sprat's got to be in there.
0: People know Spratt. He's been on longer too, like an extra One season. season. Yeah, yeah, but still enough people. People will pop for Spratt. And He's got to be writing Edith's newspaper. He has more ends. Yeah, Danker's just. What, oh, we didn't even talk about that other thing. Is with so the editor shows up from Edith's uh, newspaper. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of moments where Branson's kind of sweet on her. Like hey. yeah, they, they've already established the two of them have a bit of a rapport. Yeah. In the previous episode, and then she catches the bouquet from Edith. Yeah, and then he's like, "Well, aren't you lucky?" And it's like, "Well." This kind of tees off, like, well, maybe Branson ends up with her, but as we know with the movie, that's probably not the case. Yeah, it's one of the king and queen's servants or so whatever. So this is the case where, okay, she caught the bouquet, and it's like, well, maybe something happens to her and Branson. Then she went back to London, met someone immediately, and then married him because uh, she got the bouquet. And Branson's like, well. <laughs> yeah. She takes Bertie. She takes Bertie? Yeah. Okay, all right. That would be one interesting avenue. I don't think she's going to be in the movie, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's the moment where, during the wedding, where,
0: they say, why are, Isabel
1: says to Violet, why are the British the way we are? Mm-hmm. And is, uh, Violet says, some say history, I say the weather.
0: Good one. So like, wow, you're funny, Violet. I do like Talbot suggesting to Mary also. Oh, are you are getting the guys are getting along. And he says, don't be a sentimentalist, uh, Mary says to him. <laughs> um, Dave, let's just get to the rankings, man.
1: Okay. This is a very up episode.
0: Yeah, it, it's kind of tricky. It's kind of tricky. Well, who do you got going down? Number three. Number three is Clarkson, man. Clark's okay. He didn't get the he didn't get Isabel, and he should have. He should have. Uh-huh. So you know, maybe that's just me. I I think he took an L. Sure. He he's raging.
1: I got Danker at number
0: three. Okay. Yeah. Easy. You know, she she took the loss and trying to get spread out. She wants there. to be all
1: sneaky. She's trying to yeah. be the real heel of the show, and it fails. Yeah.
0: Number two, I have uh, Carson.
1: I have Larry Gray at number two. Who
0: who? Oh, Larry Gray, that mm-hmm. guy. Yeah yeah. Merton's son. Sure. You know, he's, he he's a bad son.
1: He's a bad, yeah, he's a bad bad boy. Probably
0: gonna lose that money that money to Isabel. Mm-hmm. I have Carson because he's got the shakes and he loses his job and you know he he appreciates, it, but he's not gonna be the same man.
1: I think Carson has the worst week of everybody.
0: Well, I had Danker at number one. You had Danker at number one. She clearly took a loss. Where like you get the heartfelt moment with Carson. He's gonna he has he can start off on a new life. He has that sweet moment with Hughes where he's just like, well, we can meet it together. Whatever this new thing is, you know.
1: Yeah, but it's still the worst ending.
0: I guess. I guess it's, it, a lot. it's melancholy, but it's not. He. Well, the, here's the devil. Devil advocate. He knew this policy was coming, so he always knew this was going to be a thing. So
1: he didn't. He didn't think it was going to be. He thought he could avoid it.
0: Well, I think Danker. I think this proves where Danker needs to be. Okay. She,
1: uh, she, oh, she definitely. She's not in the movie. So no. yeah. So, so you down. really
0: think you can just, just? She lost her chance of being in the movie when she lost his battle. So, Dave, who's up? I got a five. I want top five. Oh, wow. Okay, I did not. I did okay. not break like the rules.
1: There's too many good things in this sure. episode.
0: Well, number five, Anna and Bates. Give them a half point. This is a half point, people. A five and four.
1: Yeah. Okay. Number four? Yeah. Mary and Henry. Really, it's good, but they don't... They're not... Henry's more the focal point. The last episode was about her. Yeah. So that's five and four for me.
0: Who's number three, then?
1: Isabelle and Lord Merton. It was my favorite part of the episode. Well, I have
0: Isabel number three. I don't have Merton. I have Isabel.
1: Merton... Oh man, I Merin, loved it.
0: Murray's kind of a bystander. Isabel does all the work to get him out of there. But
1: he doesn't have the anemia. He ain't gonna die. He does have he's anemia. Immortal. No, he
0: doesn't have pernicious. He doesn't have the pernicious. Anemia. He has anemia, so he's he not not quite good enough. hmm It's number three though, definitely for Isabel for sure. Yeah. Number two. Who do you got? Thomas.
1: I got Mr. Bellwell at number two.
0: Thomas is yeah. I mean, he's got it he's he's replacing Carson. This is great for him. Good yeah. for him. He leaves on his own terms, got gets it? a good job. Yeah.
1: And gets hired back at a better job.
0: Yeah. That's how you make a power move. Yeah, make people want you back. I, wa- I, want, I want you, you back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, though, Edith and Birdie. I've Edith. Yeah, she got married. She, she got She, she got a the happy ending. Story. Yeah, worked out for her in the end. I give Birdie the plus because it takes takes guts. Stand up to your mother. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. That is our powering. Is we're gonna have to tally all those uh, half points on another episode. Yeah. Um, well, here my we My notebook
1: are. is closed. It's been this is notebook number 3.
0: Yeah. It's done. It's over. The, ser- the series is over. We have done it. We have completed all of rewatching Downton Abbey. Only hour 6 so far. Not bad. Not not too shabby. Not too shabby. So we're going to keep having episodes up until the movie and then even maybe a few after the movie including the movie itself. Uh so yeah. so we're not
1: going anywhere. You know what we do when the season ends? We'll do a season breakdown. Yeah. But we're not going to reveal the power rankings beyond just the season. Yeah. Because we'll do a special episode breaking down the entire power rankings of the entire show. Sure, yeah. So I'm not going to tease exactly how we're going to spend our time because who knows? We might not even wrap up all this subject matter before the movie comes out. Who knows? We might have a couple episodes to bleed into October.
0: Who knows? We want
1: to sufficiently close the book on Downton Abbey before we make our next step.
0: Who knows?
1: <laughs> we'll never. We're just... yeah. We're just in hell. It's just <laughs> <laughs> never ending. It's like the good place. Like you have to keep watching Down Abbey over and over and over again. Yeah. I yeah. like the show, but I don't. There's other shows. It's
0: Julian's game and we're just playing it. Yeah. Julian's uh, world. Yeah. But until then, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe on Patreon if you want to yeah. contribute to us. You'll get those bonus episodes, the sweet, sweet bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, keep in touch. Let yeah. us know
1: how you're feeling about these, this last episode. Yeah. What do you want us to do?
0: Right, like, where we're all ears. Yeah, if you have other ideas for shows for us to watch, now's the time to let us know because we're fresh out ideas.
1: Oh, and I want to give a shout uh, to—I forget the username on Twitter—and since I have my phone on airplane mode, I can't find out our buddy in India who reached out and said that he hopes that he can watch the movie out there. Well, we hope you can too.
0: Yeah, but until then, we'll catch you next time on the Lords of Grantham podcast. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs)